Well, I mean, I, w- I was on the road in the 60s. I knew Dave for, for eight or nine years before uh, before we decided to get together. And I was with bands like called The, uh, the Outlaws, Mike Berry and The Outlaws with mm-hmm. Richie Blackmore. Then I joined Cliff Bennett in The Rebel Rousers and we toured with The Beatles. Now, I can't um, not talk to you without mentioning Tottenham Hotspur. Top of the Premier League and a red-hot manager as well. What's going on at White Hart Lane? Well, see, a lot of people... Miss, with, I was I was born uh, half, uh, half a mile from the Spurs ground. I was I was uh, grown up being a Spurs fan. I used to go up to Spurs in the 50s. We did the records for the Spurs. But um, my number one priority is my music. I've just done my album. I don't know who's in the team now. I hardly know who the manager is. So, uh, Oh, come on. It's a man who's not very... I know people don't believe me. I don't... Someone said to me, I did a radio thing, a quiz on Spurs yesterday. I got everyone wrong. I said, I, I, said, I don't know nothing about the Spurs. So you don't go up. You don't go up there at all these days. You don't get like you. you know, got the, I, I the season ticket. To go up there. I never used to go up there much anyway. It's just that we uh, we made the records with them, and I love I love the Spurs dearly. I've got a warm feeling if they win, but I don't follow them. I don't follow football at all. I follow music. That's right. my main. Uh, that's my main love. Wow. Well, I never. You know, I thought you were like you were like synonymous with well, them. Well, there you go. There you, see, you go. You learn something you go. new every day. All yeah. right. Then. I don't hate the Arsenal or anything like that. <laughs> Now then, um, you've, in your musical career, you've, I mean, you've played all over the world, but uh, you played Glastonbury in 2005. How did that go down? That was, uh, as far as Chas and Dave's career is concerned, there's been many highlights. We was on This Is Your Life. Uh, Princess Margaret was a big fan. She invited us to dinner. All big, all, all highlights. But that, the very first time we played at Glastonbury, that was absolutely fantastic. That, that is, uh, I mean, I remember I turned up there... Uh, I went me, uh, with my wife, went on her own there, and I turned up there a bit, bit early. It was on in the afternoon, about t- 2 30. Mm. Turned up there about 1 o'clock, and there's about what, five or 600 sitting around the stage. I thought, that's not bad. By the time we go on, there might be like 1,500, 2,000 walk across the field. Turns out, when, just before we went on, I thought, it's, this sounds like a football crowd. Chaz and Dave, Chaz and Dave. There was like. 35,000 people had uh, trekked across the mud to see us and it really was a memorable afternoon for us. Now you've played with so many eminent musicians over the years and you've catalogued everything uh, in the book all about us which is like the, the story of Chaz and Dave. Was yeah. it easy to remember all the details from the years gone by? Um, it, easier than a lot of people think. I mean I just started, um, how that book came about, I wrote um, a Chaz Before Dave book about 25 years ago uh, Dave couldn't get into it. He said, how do you do it? He said, I started when I was born at the top of the page. He said, I'll I'll get up to the present day at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I I do retain quite a good memory of of the things that happened. And this published, he he read the the first, um, the the Chaz before day, the first half, and it stopped when me and Dave got together. And he wanted me to write the Chaz and Dave story. Um, So in the end I did, and I didn't really want to do it at the end. I was in the middle of doing my album. But I did do it, so I thought well, I'll just start at the beginning and see what happens. And I, the the Chaz and Dave story, the Chaz before Dave and the Chaz and Dave story was almost identical, both like forty four thousand words each. So part two was right in the middle of the book, so it worked out great. No, not ca- doing it, not casting any aspersions on your character, but I mean, it, you've led the rock and roll lifestyle. So were there certain parts you couldn't mention, or were there certain parts which just are totally a blank? <laughs> Well, there's certain parts that I, I uh, yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't mention. Of course, um, 
They kept, kept to the fun side of it. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's do yeah. well, You wanted me to move on there, Chaz. Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> Chaz, right. you've got your guitar with you. Uh, what's yes, your favourite one? What, what one do you want to finish with this morning? Well, there's, uh, I love them all, but uh, ain't no pleasing you. Uh, excellent. Chaz Hodges and all Ain't right. No Pleasing You on Wave 105. Take it away. Uh, Built my life around you, did what I thought was right. You never cared about me, I've seen the light Oh darling Ain't no pleasing you You seem to think that everything I ever did was wrong I should have known it all along That darling Ain't no pleasing you You only had to say the word You knew I'd do it You had me where you wanted me But you went and blew it Everything I ever done Was only done for you but now you can go and do just what you want to do, I'm telling you. Cause I ain't gonna be made to look a fool no more. You've done it once too often, what do you take me for, darling? Ain't no pleasing you. And if you think I don't mean what I said, I'm only bluffing You got another thing coming, I'm telling you that for nothing Oh darling, I'm leaving That's what I'm gonna do 